a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. You're 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 a jerk. No boy. 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 You're a jerk. 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 All right, welcome to the Squared Circle Jerks. I'm Tim, joined by who's here? Uh, I think my name is Russell David Stern. 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 And my name is Derek Clark. What's up, guys? Derek motherfucking Clark, wow. I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. I was yeah, just saying it was a little damn. underwhelming. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was enthralled in the show. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, that noise in the background is Derek watching... Can you hear it? No Way Out 2003. Can you hear that? Yeah, a little bit, but I mean... Okay. If you don't hear it through the audience him, knows what they're hearing. It's you, not that big of a deal. If you don't hear it through him, you're going to hear it through me, because I got it on, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even bother to finish it. Right. So I, I, and I if you're listening to this, then you should probably be watching it as well. It's a good idea, because it's probably going to come up throughout the entire episode. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, kind of a sad week this week, guys, right? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The inaugural squared circle jerks is kind of getting off to a sad start. Yeah. Well, Do you want to just get the sad stuff out of the way? <laughs> that wasn't really what I was leaning towards, but. <laughs> rest, uh, rest easy to the iconic uh, uh, Grandmaster Sexy, Sex A, Brian Christopher Lawler, and uh, Nikolai Volkov. And mm-hmm. I believe, Tim, you said at the end of the episode, we'll just throw in a 10 bell salute so we pay our respects. Yeah, there was a third guy too, though. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Bunk- what. Am I about to find out this bunkhouse uh, live? Was it bunkhouse? Brickhouse? Brickhouse. 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 Something. Oh, what? Okay. Well, I think it, I think it was to him too, man. Brick oven Brad. Brick uh, oven Brad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it definitely was not brick oven Brad. You are. You oh are. no, he's st- he's still alive. Fuck, yeah. Buckhouse Buck. No, 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 no. Yeah, dude, that's who it is. Isn't yeah. it? Who? Brick, I, I can't believe I can't get over this Brickhouse Brad. This is really, Brad. I feel like uh, you're disrespecting dude, the I can't get over the third guy. Who I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Brickhouse man? Brown. Brickhouse Brown. Yeah, I was right. There, there, there. Is it really Brickhouse well, Brown? It is. Well, it is. It just sounded so outrageous. Close, well, that's that really sad. Close. And I, I'm, I'm sorry to to his loved ones and rest easy all three of you guys and let's uh get into more positive shit yeah r.i.p brickhouse brown well i'm i'm really glad it wasn't brickhouse brad yeah me too that's a silly name (laughs) oh man uh is there any other big news this week any other Um, crazy shipping going on there was a lot uh let's see so, yeah, you know what I'll do? I'll pull up my favorite wrestling news site, the only news source I trust. Uh, Secret Jabroni Society? No, 
no, none of. Well, I mean, yeah, Secret Jabroni Society. Feel free to join and get some news, but I, I think WWE.com. <laughs> Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet. Oh yeah, so he's a good one. Um, so I do see here that Johnny Impact, also known as like Johnny Mundo and whatever other stupid names he goes by, he hurt himself. He injured himself during a photo shoot. I saw that. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. He's the parkour dude. He used to go by uh, Johnny what when he was Wasn't in Wasn't he John Morrison WWE. or some shit like that? John, John Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny yeah. Nitro. Yeah. Johnny Nitro was one. Um, Johnny completely. Yeah. Uh, also, this is hilarious. Kurt Angle, uh, his wife stole his oh phone and filmed on his Instagram the Kiki challenge, but he, he just got locked out of his car and it's him aggravated, banging on the window as she's driving really slowly to the, the Drake song. Dude, that is the funniest thing I've seen all week. Oh, I'm gonna have to Google so, that one. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, and, and you definitely can see put him that mouth- on. Uh... <laughs> He's mouthing like, "What are you doing? It's not funny." It's not, it's not funny. <laughs> it's like downpouring on him. But you should definitely uh, post that to our page, so yeah, listeners sure. can see oh, it. So I love awesome. It. I love angry no neck Kurt Angle. <laughs> His like leaning forward pose he yeah. can't get out of with his knees. He wasn't even like. He wasn't even like angry. He was just like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, yeah, I don't get it. What is happening? Um, I got one. Uh, so this also is a thing. Cedric Alexander and Ty Dillinger uh, in 2011, and 2012, I think it was. Uh, they both made really uh, weird rape jokes that just didn't go over i don't know but they someone uh pulled them up someone found them and outed them and they both had to yeah, apologize jesus christ i don't know if now that... they're offended six years later jesus yeah christ. exactly that's the type of stuff i mean it is offensive if it would happen now it'd be really stupid but but i mean that took them six it's years like, to get offended yeah it's poor taste but it's like when anybody tries to be offensive while making a joke it's just like Daniel Tosh is already paid to do it, man. Just why are you even trying? Just, just don't bury yourself in the future. Oh, man, that Anthony Jesselnik or whatever his name is, he, he yeah, is he very questionable. But, so, you know. um, I got one big piece of news. Fucking on me. Brock Lesnar showed up to Raw. <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. Ain't that some fun. shit? Yeah, let's, let's talk about it, huh? I, I, I actually liked it. To be honest I did too. Yeah, I did. That was the um, most I've enjoyed Brock in a while. Yeah, I didn't like overall Raw except for what was happening there. So that was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, Raw has been very off lately. Yep. And there will be like a couple things that I enjoy, but mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't outweigh the rest of the show. No. But I really did enjoy Brock Lesnar on Monday. I thought that um, they used him perfectly. Now, I, what did you guys think of, uh, like, what, what match was the highlight of the night? Because, I mean, it, I think there was, like, one really good match outside of that. I wouldn't really say anything was um, fantastic or anything. Uh, Rollins McIntyre? Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. Actually, I, I thought Finn and Corbin was a good match, too. Yeah, I was going to say, Corbin and Finn, I don't think it was that bad. I mean, I, I'm just I tired just, of I mean, it. Yeah, I just didn't get why it was happening, and, and it seems like an odd choice to... I mean, both matches them. happened, like, two weeks ago, so... <laughs> yeah. That's the, pretty the thing, standard for Raw. Yeah, which is a, a really silly concept to 
continue to do. But um, what I thought was really weird, what I think is actually pretty terrible, is Finn Balor lost, like, clean, which is fine. Baron Corbin is, is an up-and-coming guy. Make him look good. But you don't beat Finn Balor clean and then go on to beat his ass after the match all to kind of, I guess, say, I, I hate to use the term, but pussy out, like, when Brock comes to the ring. You're supposed to be this big badass. You beat Finn Balor. We ever we, we saw Finn Balor beat AJ Styles. And it's one of those weird catch-22, like, circles WWE does where it's like, that doesn't make sense. So Corbin can beat the shit out of Balor, who beat AJ, the champion, on the other show, but he's afraid of the universal champion. And he crawled out of the ring. I just, I don't know. I saw the Miz as a heel not back down from Brock Lesnar. He got his ass beat, but he, he looked like he had balls. It's because Corbin sucks. I love Corbin. I, can, <laughs> I cannot stand him. This whole constable thing is just so I, stupid. I shouldn't say I love Corbin, but I've always enjoyed Corbin more than pretty much everybody. I just like listening to the, the, <clears throat> the shit that he yells during the matches. He's just like perfectly condescending as a heel. Yeah. He's just a dickhead um, all around. I mean, in real life, he's just an asshole. <laughs> and he plays it well. He does it well. But I just, I don't know. I think he's just clumsy and stupid. As far as, from what you were, what you were talking about, the rest, like, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, why is he... I was like, actually, I wasn't like, why is he backing down? I was really like, I would kind of like to see him go at Brock right here. Yeah. But as far as like, the Finn he, thing, yeah. he beat his ass, but he did actually, like, he didn't do it in, like, a heel way, like, after the match. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like he just beat him to a pulp within confines. He waited till after the match was over and, like, attacked him again. So I kind of understand that. But... He's, he's doing the whole chicken shit heel thing. You know, I'll attack you when you're down, but if there's a real fight in front of me, no, 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 no. We're going to fight on my terms when well, I'm yeah, ready. I mean, you know, it's just chicken shit. He's good yeah, at like, it. Yeah, I, I see both both sides there. It was a little... They could have gone about that a different way with Brock. Um, I'm surprised they fed Angle to him and not Corbin. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that by that. That was actually pretty awesome. To it see was that. great. I love Angle, but that was cool. It was fucking great. Um, I'm actually watching him? Brocklin... Kurt Angle wrestle right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're watching Noyo 2003, so that is yeah. what was supposed to be Lesnar, Benoit, Edge versus Team Angle, but Edge got attacked early in the show. I don't yeah. know if that was because he got injured in real life or if they I just think didn't he want him did. I think he, he got did. hurt in real life. I, I want to say yes, because I feel like he wasn't around hmm. for that, but I don't know. He, they showed it early in the night. He was like, oh, oh I'm hurt. Help. And what, what do I do? And Ben was I, like, my buddy. Oh, no. And that was pretty much. What I, what I, it that was, was crazy. So what I thought was, it was well, it's funny now, obviously, but I was like, like Ben was like, oh, is he breathing? Is he breathing? And then they oh, cut God. back. They, no, and then they cut back to Taz and Cole, and they're like, oh, uh, so uh, looks like Edge was, was, uh, taken out out back like not even worried like they didn't answer whether he was breathing or not so they is were, he breathing they were just like oh that, that sucks for whoever that whatever that was about yeah basically <laughs> um all right so other raw stuff uh so ronda rousey came back from her suspension yeah. and her suspension alicia fox versus natalia happened. oh god your favorite oh, your favorite god. oh i love alicia fox oh, my god. oh wait 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 hold on <clears throat> 
<laughs> Alicia Fuchs. Oh my god. The fucking cat First of all, she did. we'll never address that terrible time frame ever again. But um, she is the worst, man. I can't. I, she's a great. Whatever. She's a decent wrestler. And I wouldn't. I don't want to use great. Can, can, and, can we just can we just all agree that she has one of, if not the best bridge in the business, though? For the, the Northern Lights? Yes. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's a... Dude, the backstage anything. Anything where she gets a microphone <laughs> and gets to talk. I, I legitimately, like, before it used to be secondhand embarrassment. Like, I was embarrassed for her. Now I just... I you It's her. She just... I can't stand her. She's the worst. I want her to stop everything and and then like she was just what thrown in as like a, a replacement for mickey i don't even know why mickey is not on tv this week but that was said she was hurt i don't know if that's real or not but well maybe i, I don't know but still that's alicia fox and now so so uh ron rousey's got a, a match her first match on raw one-on-one it's gonna be her versus alicia fox and it's hopefully gonna lead to Alicia Fox being off television for a while. That would be nice. <laughs> um, but it's all she setting up. She was off up. for so long. The moment she came back, I was like, ah. Everything. I was like, yes. Yeah, it, you love her. I, I yeah. do. It's I've all setting up uh, SummerSlam, Alexis, Alexa Bliss, and uh, Rousey, right? Yeah. Which yeah. should be pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fucking Ronda had a great match with Nia Jax. I can only imagine. Yeah. She's there. pretty over. Do you um, think they're... Uh, yeah. Putting the title on it? Yeah, it's SummerSlam, so actually, yeah, maybe it's it's one of the two. It's like the half WrestleMania at this point. I'm thinking they originally I wasn't, I didn't think so, but I'm starting to think so now because I don't think uh, Carmella is losing the title at SummerSlam on SmackDown. So Ooh. I think. I want to get into that. When we Which, get to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get that. we'll get into that too, but. Um, um, yeah, I, I think they might put it on Ronda. Uh, there was this. This is awesome. This was the way that they made Brock Lesnar's storyline more interesting. Was they were going to fire Lesnar. I mean, they were going to fire Heyman if Lesnar didn't come out. And right. he, Lesnar was just being an, a complete asshole uh, to Paul Heyman and being like, we're not friends. And then at the end of the episode, when everything's said and done, you like choked him out to the point Heyman was like I can't breathe and it was weird but like do you think that's leading to a possible jump from Heyman to another client I think it's the reins so, so this this is was my spicy take if you will <laughs> oh I forgot about you yeah you had a, you had a SummerSlam, SummerSlam spicy, spicy yeah. take spicy. yeah so wait can I stop you for a second can I just stop you and say one thing yeah every week should let's just do that in the future there's gonna be a, a small segment where Derek has a spicy take. I can Ooh. create some theme music for it. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy, 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 some, spicy. some salsa music. Some salsa music. What's yeah. Salsa. My salsa, salsa, salsa. What yeah. is your spicy take? Um. Okay. It's more. It's more of like a spicy take slash fantasy book. But I think most people are thinking if Heyman's turning on Brock, it's got to be to go with Reigns. What I think be dope is early in the night in SummerSlam Kevin Owens versus Braun Strowman for the Money mm-hmm. in the Bank briefcase KO somehow wins and wins the briefcase saying and, exactly what I was hoping he would say 
In the main event, Reigns beats Brock, and everybody for some reason thinks Heyman is going to join Reigns. But Kevin Owens comes in and cashes in on Reigns and is now a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, successfully cashes in? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do this Lesnar Reigns fight again. And again, yeah. Reigns is No, gonna... no, no. I don't think so. I think if Derek's right, and I hope that happens because it's kind of a little bit of a, a fantasy booking. Like a fantasy. I think uh, what you would do is just. Lesnar doesn't come back for a while. Yeah, but you're I mean, still going to have Reigns in the title picture, and that's what is getting very, very old. Well, that's it. Why would he get a rematch? Because he's Roman have, Reigns. Have well, yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, he didn't have... Oh, he does get the title. So he does get a rematch. So we'll have the match between uh, Reigns and Owens. And just have Owens win clean, dude. Just have it happen. They're just, not going to do that. They're not going to well, do that. It's not going to be a one-off. If it's by heel tactics, Reigns loses... Mm. They're you not move gonna on do to the next view. They, but they won't. They're going to keep Reigns in that title picture. They're not going to have Reigns face Owens like three or four times yeah. in a row. That won't, I don't that think won't so. But... You can, nothing I... can surprise me. Mm. But I, w- I would love that. And a lot, of are like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, why? Kevin Owens doesn't need Paul Heyman as a mouthpiece, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, he doesn't need it. But neither did CM Punk. And that, yep. sorry, sorry, Tim, but that act worked pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. Especially it's just, just it elevates a guy to a higher yeah, it's level. Like, yeah, like CM Punk didn't need Paul Heyman. Absolutely not. He was a WWE champion, but it changed one. It changed his character, and mm-hmm. it just added, gave him a little more heat. He still he still cut promos of himself, which Kevin Owens can do, but Paul yeah. Heyman just adds that extra like he can build you up. He can build his opponents up, and yeah. he's just got that legit legitimacy now. That if you put Kevin Owens and Paul Heyman, you're like, oh shit. Okay, yeah. have him stand behind him, hold the belt like he did for Punk, and just have him make just slimy-looking faces all the time. That gross-ass grin that he does, and mm-hmm. he'll just be like, "This is perfect. This is great." All right, so um, you bring back to rewind. Oh, what was that? I was just to say, when you bring back Kevin Owens being a quote-unquote prize fighter, that totally mm-hmm. fits with what Heyman's been doing with Brock. Yeah, I think it would work. Yeah. Uh, Another thing that happened that kind of it, it goes directly with that was that Owens is facing, like you said, uh, Strowman for the, the briefcase at SummerSlam. He stole the briefcase on Raw, and Jinder Mahal faced Braun Strowman and beat him via countout because Owens got a distraction, but then there was no post match beatdown of Jinder, which I thought was really silly. And unfortunate because he should have. Yeah, you definitely should have gotten at least a beatdown on gender. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you won, but I look great. I'm still Braun Strowman, the most over baby face in the company. So they're fighting, it's, they're wrestling at SummerSlam, and whoever, I mean, if KO wins, then he gets the briefcase. He can win any way, shape, or yeah. form, right? Any way, yeah, like right. via countout, How disqualification. Is it, all right, so it's not a no, okay. Um, how is, is I mean... Are they going to let Owens take Strowman clean at SummerSlam? No. I, I, think, clean. I think the whole point of this is that Owens has to win the briefcase. But I think the the, the point of, of turning it around is going to be somebody coming out that Owens is in cahoots with that's going to hit Kevin Owens for the disqualification. Possibly that's gender. My picture. Gen- yeah, I mean, I mean that, that worked. Uh, but I don't know. 
Uh, can I just say the best part of that whole match mm-hmm. um, was when Ke- when Braun was chasing Kevin and he had the briefcase and he tossed it to Samir Singh. And yeah, and just <laughs> Samir just got fucking laid the fuck out. Oh, that was good. Oh, it popped me. Oh yeah. man, did that pop me? Okay, so the other thing, uh, this another we, there was a lot of shit that we talked about uh, on. Uh, Tim questions everything. Shout out to that podcast. Go subscribe. Listen. Oh and fuck yeah, it's a great podcast. I love it. It's um, one of my favorites. Our our episode zero. Me too. Technically, uh, you brought up. <clears throat> well, I I think I brought up the tag titles for the women. Yeah. For undisputed. Uh yeah. Uh, not undisputed. Uh, Evolution. So, Sasha Banks and Bailey after their long storyline that was playing out, which we thought would lead to them having a match against each other at SummerSlam, which could still very well happen. To, uh, on, on Raw, they had matching gear and beat the Riot Squad clean. Like, had a tag match with tag moves and won. Do yeah. you think that maybe they're going with doing this? Pulling the trigger on the tag? Do you think they'd do it on, for women? on both shows? Because we didn't get any of that on SmackDown, right? I don't think there's enough women on all three rosters. I don't mean yeah. combined. I mean, yeah. there's not enough women on Raw, Separately. there's not enough women on SmackDown, not enough women on NXT to have tag titles and right. if you do tag titles then you don't have enough women for your singles storylines yeah and it's also going to be a lot of like one of those i'm sasha banks and i'm bailey we're two completely different personalities and we're just getting thrown together as a tag team for the sake of having a tag team and that's all they can do right now they have the riot squad an iconic duo and now they have them there's no other tag teams that's really Son- sonia and mandy oh that's true that, what are they now? They they were they were absolution, absolution but right. they have like the golden something rather. Thought I heard. I think if they're gonna do it, it should be an undisputed between both shows. I think it should be, you know, not yeah. just Raw exclusive or just SmackDown exclusive. Yeah, or even and obviously the... they'll hold off doing it for NXT for a while if they even do do it. I I really I I think it would be a good idea. You know, is it just they're not they're. Yet. Not, they're in, because they're in an awkward spot where it's like they have on single rosters they have too many women for just one title, but they don't yeah. have enough for a tag and one title. So it's like if they just spread it across both brands, I'd be okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, you are gonna get some of these like random teams like Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke or some shit like that. But like, yeah, Sasha and Bailey like they've. They've been teaming up enough for the last two years where it's like they're kind of like they're like the Rock and Sock Connection. They're the Huggin' Boss or whatever they call yeah. themselves. Yeah, that's because they call themselves the... Yeah. yeah, it's like I, I'm okay with it if, they, if they're going to be a tag team. Because like if you're not going to have them fighting for the, the main title, fucking have them run, run as a tag team and still get some use out of them. Mm-hmm. Like a good spot. I... At first, I was like, where the fuck are they going with this? Like, they stop, start. I'm kind of on board if this is leading to them actually just being a tag team for a bit. Mm-hmm. It's only just going to make, when they do finally do that split, even better now, because they're an actual tag team. They're not just friends, quotes. And their yeah. finisher's dope. <laughs> I love that finisher. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Uh, okay, so the last thing, this wasn't the last thing that happened on Raw, but the last thing to address, because we pretty much talked about everything that's happened on Raw. Uh, this is you're gonna love this one, Derek, because this is your like favorite dark horse on the roster. Mojo Raleigh had a, a thing backstage with Bobby Roode. <laughs> That's my dude. <laughs> he said, 
this is the I dude Mojo's just been killing it and all the shit that he does that he kills it it's always like some segment they film off air and just put on the website they don't even put it on YouTube they just put it on WWE.com um, yeah. this happened this was this was prime WWE.com levels of Mojo <laughs> Bobby Roode was talking shit got in his face after Mojo was running down all these like guys that don't even get TV time anymore and Mojo says what are you gonna do Bobby Catchphrase me into submission. That was dope. Fucking love <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know why. I love that. That was so dope. I, uh, dude, Mojo is on another level right now. It's, yeah. It's just I mean, it's great to watch. I'll give you the credit. You like from it seems like day one you've been like, as soon as he turned heel on on Ryder, you were like, he's great. Mojo's <laughs> great. I love him. <laughs> and I've just been like, fuck this guy. Fuck Mojo Rally. I'm all set. This guy's a clown. Uh, t- no, he's been turning it around. It's been pretty awesome the past few weeks. Yeah, I mean, his in-ring work is, you know, it's whatever. If he's in there with someone who's solid, he can carry him. That's great. It's just, when he cuts a promo, it just sounds natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's cutting a promo. It just sounds like it's Mojo Rawley talking, no, which is what I love. And, like, what he's doing now, like, the WWE.com shit, it just reminds me of, like, a few years ago. And Dolph Ziggler was cutting these amazing promos on the WWE app or on, like, Twitter. And yeah. nobody saw them, but they were so good. It, but they it were phenomenal. Yeah, they weren't putting it on TV. That's kind of what Mojo's been doing lately. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever he ends up doing. I mean, but then again, it's WWE. I mean, the, it's like a candle in a, in a window. And it's windy outside. And it could just <laughs> be out any second. And it, it sucks. But hopefully it, it turns into something really cool. Yeah. Um, but SmackDown, I didn't watch a lot, so uh, I guess I'll just read off uh, website what the results were, and, and I don't know, you guys can tell me how it went, because there's some shit I didn't see. Oh, if you thought uh, Raw was lackluster. I, I Sm- love SmackDown, I just, I didn't, I was tired, <clears throat> man. It's felt yeah, to, to me, SmackDown, it's like, it's, I feel like it's good, but nothing like monumental seems that really happen. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's steady. Where it's like, raw, it's like, oh god, this is fucking terrible, fucking terrible. Then one week it's like, oh, that was great, and then it's fucking yeah. terrible. Whereas SmackDown, it's like, good, 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 pretty good. I think SmackDown's issue is like every few weeks, it feels like they took a couple different storylines and hit like a reset button that gets you drawn back in, but it doesn't end up going anywhere really most of the time. I'm really digging the Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, yes, business going on here. I like it a With lot. With a sprinkle of Nakamura in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like um, it a lot. I didn't, I didn't get to watch that segment. I know that Randy beat Jeff's ass again, but I don't oh. know what happened. Heel Randy Orton is such a breath of fresh air in 2018. Let me tell you. Yep. Yeah. You think so? that? That promo he cut last week, phenomenal. Where he was no. blaming the fans and shit. Yes. Like that was like 10 years worth of material Orton had stashed away. Just <laughs> locked and loaded and ready to unload, and it was amazing. It was the, that was probably one of the best promos he's ever cut. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. He is. I thought it was pretty phenomenal. good. He's great. He's then he plays. He's such a slimy dude, you know, and he pulls it mm-hmm. off so well that it's it's so easy to hate him, but you love him fucking at the exact same time. 
He just looks so reinvigorated. Like he loves being a heel so much more than being babyface, and you can tell in three yeah. weeks. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, um, he's also just better at it, even if it's, you know, not organic. I think he's just very good at being a dickhead because I think he's a dickhead in real life. So I mean, yeah, I mean, he's this dude shits, easy, right? He takes shits in people's bags. I mean, yeah. it says it all right. I'll go with Roddy Strong from the is a perfect example of that. Roddy Strong is like such. He just has an easier time being a douchebag and <laughs> that's why he's so lovable as a heel and undisputed and why he was so vanilla his in-ring work was stuff i mean it was great but his promos were like so vanilla i was just waiting was for that face. i was waiting yeah. for that heel turn since he signed with nxt um, i'm so yes. glad speaking of heel <laughs> turns i got a segue uh do you think becky's gonna turn heel at SummerSlam? oh uh, i i hope not i ooh, that's a good question a good career resurgence um, have because uh, because to, to be clear charlotte returned yes and some shit happened with carmella and now Paige says that at SummerSlam, uh not at SummerSlam, next week on smackdown carmella will be facing charlotte no that was that charlotte night wins it was that, no, that night was last... yeah, oh that was... she did it later on the night yeah she charlotte won okay because i fell asleep yeah charlotte, so charlotte won. won charlotte is in the triple threat yes this is where i was going with it i, I assume she'll be in the triple threat yep i think it would be pretty pretty awesome if Becky turned heel on Charlotte. I just at the same time think that she's one of the most over female baby faces. She is. That it could be like old school Austin like where it, I mean we look back on it it was pretty cool but at the time it was like this is so stupid and such a bad idea. I think that could be the case but I think seeing the heel turn would be enough of a shock for me to go. It doesn't nice. have, I don't think it has to be a full on heel turn. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she could yeah, definitely. She could get questionable, and she she could definitely um, get an advantage from adding a little edge to her yeah. character. And doing something like that would be out of character for her. It would give her some edge of like, oh, she's you know not just a pushover, or you know she's yeah. hungry. She wants the title, so best friend or not. Yeah. I mean, she can do heels. She started off heel. She was. In, yeah, no, she, she is a heel. She's she's very good at it. She so. is. I just think she's so good. At a, being a, she's one. I think she's one of the best baby faces, male or female, in yeah. the company. And I think, and I think when Charlotte's a heel, she is top oh. three heels, maybe yeah. even best heels. So Charlotte's make, the best female heel on the two main rosters, for sure. My opinion. Like, I just think it would make more sense for Charlotte to be heel, you yeah. against Becky Lynch. Plus, I feel like the plan is definitely Charlotte versus Ronda at WrestleMania, and I would imagine Charlotte would have to be the heel. So you might as well turn her now. So what are you are you saying that one of them is gonna uh, jump ship to the other show in some kind of shake up before then? I'm guessing one of them probably wins the rumble. Oh, that too. So that, that I like that they already clarified that in the last couple of years that the winner can challenge for another show. Uh, Derek, you think Charlotte's gonna turn heel before SummerSlam? No, no. Oh, okay. I think so. I think what will either happen is either Carmella somehow slips away and still holds the title or Charlotte wins it and it's like you just came in stole the title shot that Becky was supposed to have and now you're the champion that age old and then story. I yeah and it could end up I think that could end up turning to Charlotte turning heel and because Becky would be way more sympathetic in that role in that in that scenario or Charlotte just turns on Becky straight up and causes 
Carmella to win the t- to keep the title. I don't think Becky's winning the title at SummerSlam now. That's I originally I thought for sure, but with Charlotte being at it, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean she could just turn heel on Becky if they both lose, right? Yeah. Becky could get pinned and Charlotte could just turn heel on yeah. Becky pissed off. Um, okay, so our baby I'm boy, a, all three of us. Whole, I was just gonna say today too. I almost feel like if you're gonna throw Charlotte in there and make it a triple threat, why not just fuck? You might as well just throw Oscar in there and make it a fatal four way and get, Ooh, yeah. you know, I mean, she, and get as many big names. I don't want to see her she's lose on, again. She doesn't have to get pinned. Yeah, I know, but they you fucked mean, her up not, bad. You're either going to see her not win or not yeah. at all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just still yeah. bitter that they, they fucked her up bad. But, uh, yeah. I just I had a no brain fart, and I, I was like, I don't think she's on SmackDown. She, yeah, you're right. She definitely is on SmackDown. She was like the last person to challenge Carmella. Yeah. Um, so I was saying uh, our, our all three of our baby boy, Daniel Bryan, uh, mm. I had another segment with The Miz. Love you, Brian. I did not see it. I didn't get to watch it. How do you, what do you guys... I don't know. I thought happened. it was good. I thought it was real good. This is probably so the match I'm looking forward to the most, to be honest I think a lot of people... I, I agree. Um, it's yep. been building up for over two... Oh, long over two years, but specifically Talking Smack. Yeah. Like, And they channeled some inner talker, Talking Smack on SmackDown there, like, going back and forth there, so. I think it's, but what happened? Because I, I didn't get to see it. Um, I forget what exactly it was, they, they were saying, but. It, it was a lot of Miz telling Daniel Bryan to stop riding his coattails. It also says uh, the Yes Movement is dead, is what he was saying. Yeah, I, he was saying the Yes Movement is dead, his career is dead, he just needs to hang it up. I think this oh. has potential to be match of the night at SummerSlam for sure. Do you guys oh, feel like? Do you guys feel like there's any truth to that? Because I mean, Daniel Bryan comes back from like what was supposed to be a career-ending injury, and he's on SmackDown. He's not doing the ratings like any favors yet, and also the crowd doesn't seem to be. They get the yes chance going, but they don't seem like as fucking crazy obsessed with him as they used to be. Well, because do you think that that's like legit? Do you think they just like don't give as much of a shit anymore? I, they're not I doing don't anything think with him. They don't know what to do. Yeah. With him. They just haven't given them big, a big enough reason to yet. Like, and I'm honestly okay with that because I don't want them to just have Daniel Bryan come back and he's automat already in the WWE title picture. Like, I just think the reason why people love Daniel Bryan so much is because of the struggle. And mm. you know, it's not that's the if you just have Daniel Bryan come right in and, and win or challenge for the WWE title and it's the main event every time, he's just fucking Roman Reigns. Yeah. And that's not why we love Daniel Bryan. So I'm no. like, I'm perfectly, I honestly am expecting him to lose at SummerSlam. And I think that makes the most sense. Daniel Bryan losing at SummerSlam? Yeah. Oh, man. I honestly, I think that this should be the bookend. I think this should be the rubber, not the rubber match because they haven't had the matches, but I think this should just be the, all this buildup happens and it's one match and it goes on to make Miz look really good because Miz needs to look pretty good in the ring uh, to match his mouth and I think it should just end I think Brian should get his redemption story call it and you said someone uh, winning the rumble going to the, another show I think Danny Bryan should win and stay on Smackdown and I think uh, as far as Joe and AJ goes because we'll talk about that next I think Joe should win 
and then lose the rematch. Just just to give AJ's reign a little bit of like variety. And I also think Joe needs to be WWE champion and have that accolade on his shit. And I think that Styles goes into Mania, Brian wins the Rumble. Something that we've been waiting for now forever. Brian wins the Rumble. Brian challenges AJ Styles. And I think you, you, this is my spicy take. I'm never going to do spicy takes, but this is my <laughs> spicy take this week. I think Brian turns heel on AJ Styles' main event, WrestleMania. Whoa. I would put it over the Universal Championship, especially considering uh, Brock will probably not be the Universal Champion come WrestleMania. Hey, don't. You, know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I would, dude, I would love it. I would, I would think that would be such a resurgence for Daniel Bryan. And he's really good at being an asshole. I think that Daniel Bryan turning heel on AJ Styles, who's like arguably like the the biggest face on that show, I think that would be pretty rad. I'd be all about that. I have a similar take. Um, not definitely not hit Daniel Bryan turning heel. It's similar paths. Mm-hmm. So my my thought is Miz somehow sneaks out a win at SummerSlam, and and like you said, that's it with them mm-hmm. for now. I think somehow, like, I like the idea of Joe winning the title, but then dropping it back to AJ. Or Joe wins the title, him and AJ have a rematch, then a month after, it's a triple threat with The Miz, and Miz wins the title. <laughs> Daniel Bryan wins the Rumble, heads into Mania, and gets his redemption win against The Miz for the WWE title. Oh my god. Another you just <laughs> straight up aroused Tim. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I know I, I heard a knock I, on the table. I I, I hated the Miz <laughs> for the longest yeah. time. The long I thought he was just stupid, but I fucking love the Miz now. I think he's one of the greatest heels ever. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's decent in the ring. He's pretty fucking good in the ring, and I'm really excited to see what he does with Daniel Bryan and to see them. Headline a WrestleMania for the title would be yeah. fucking insane. Let's put uh, I mean, all our, our spicy the... takes together, and why don't we just have ourselves a fatal four-way at WrestleMania? Oh, fuck. <laughs> have Raw set up with the Rumble win, and have The Miz versus Bryant versus Joe versus Styles, because that would be fucking insane. Unify the titles. <laughs> I know, but they're not going to do that. I know, I, but it would be great. That, but it it would be great. Yeah. Um, uh, so the only uh, thing that, that's left for SmackDown is uh, same same boat. It's Samoa Joe uh, kind of promo on Styles. I fell asleep during it. I remember him talking. He was building him up. It was like while my eyes were closed, he was going, you, you put being champion, which is what everybody should be doing, by the way. I think the championship should be like what everybody's working for, not just happen to be on TV. But he, he was like, you put the championship in front of your vices and your your friends and your family and then pretty much said you're a terrible dad. <laughs> and then I fell asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where that went, but it was, it was, was uh, it. It was like, you just, uh, Joe was talking about how last week AJ had said he can look into his daughter's eyes and say anything is possible or some shit like that. And Joe was like, you're a liar because you're not ever home to see your family. Your shitty father and a shitty husband, you know. And it was it was pretty good. I love it. It should be an interesting yeah. match. At first, I was like, "Oh no, where are they going with this?" And then I was like, oh, "All right." 
Okay, Joe. <laughs> yeah, making it let's a little get, personal. Get, yeah. yeah, let's get personal with it. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's, so AJ was missing with like Rusev and Nakamura. Like they, the, the Nakamura thing, it was just like, oh, you punched my dick a bunch of times. Yeah. I'm, which anybody would be mad at. But I like this Joe. Mm. This I love is great, dude. Was... Joe is just has not failed since being on the main roster. Oh. Everything Joe has done has been fucking on point. This is real. It's like yeah. what I was talking about with Mojo. Joe sounds real. I love that it's it kind like of Joe he's a talking. heel. Did you say uh, Joseph? I love that his promo Smoke. is kind of the complete opposite of Kurt Angle's on Raw about Brock Lesnar. You know, yeah. where he was, you know, saying that You're Brock's not around. Champion. Yeah, the exactly. It's the most important thing. Yeah, and then you got <laughs> Joe out here. You know, Angle was shitting on the champion for not being around. Now Joe is shitting on the champion for always being around, type of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Lesnar uh, definitely was like, why would I watch Raw? Like, he's straight up. Yeah, back. that was why like, that was my, I think my favorite champion, like... part of Raw. He was like, well, I don't watch the show. Why would I watch the show? It was oh, one of my, my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah, like we agree. We all agree, Brock. Yeah. All right, Brock. I mean, you're the champion. You yeah. can fix that. But, you make uh, the rules, bub. Yeah. We as we as the WWE universe, should, you know what? Brock's got a point. Why yeah. are we? Why are we watching this show? You should turn it off right then and there. That was it. My, the one thing I took from that whole that whole thing with Brock and Paul, mm-hmm. Brock likes his steak medium medium well. That's that's surprising to me. It's very surprising. About? It's got to be. I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's got to be bright, like fucking bleeding red. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I he he seems like a a rare uh, my, a rare guy. Yeah. My father-in-law has this saying. It's um, wipe its ass and lob its horns. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then I'm ready to eat it. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a Brock Lesnar thing to. Yeah. Like know? I feel like Brock would it would still be breathing when Brock yeah. is like consuming it. He's probably he yeah. probably wants to kill it himself. Yeah. yeah. You know. So. Just F five and a cow. And... I just love that he embraces how much of an asshole he is. Yeah, that's what I love. Me I was for gonna, that. I was gonna say Brock goes hunting, but then he just like throws his gun down and he, he just tackles a buck. F five's a buck. And then he just, yeah, and then he just bites him right in the thigh. Starts <laughs> him right there and there. He didn't even kill him yet. Then he yells. Then he then he yells to Sable. Rita, yeah. dinner's ready. <laughs> yep, he lets let out a. a one of those great primal screams of his. Oh! Yeah, oh my god. I just god. F5'd another bison. Rita! <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was all SmackDown. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because the main oh, event was... There was a t- the tag. There was, oh, yeah. Was can we step into match can in there, we step into Uso Penitentiary? Oh, tag titles on both shows. I mean, tag matches. I totally didn't even bring up. I love heel Usos, um, man. Yeah. They're kind, they're kind of tweener Usos now. Yeah. But... But, just new the new the new so's are killing yeah. it yeah dude ever since their like their heel turn and just being Uso penitentiary i'm like yeah i'm all about this they're just yeah. battle rappers that's all they're doing they're <laughs> battle rappers um but what uh before we talk about the smackdown tag match the one i skipped on raw the fucking revival beat Bray Fuck the and revival. Matt. i fucking love them they're so yeah. good they're so good and, and dude, I was so pumped. That was the, a rub they needed, man, because they have not been taken as seriously as they yeah, should be. They're great brawlers. Yeah. Yeah. And they got but, those wins over Roman and Lashley. You know, they're starting to roll a little bit. Oh yeah. And the B team. It's true. B team is so hilarious. They're definitely like the best tweeners right now. I think uh, they're setting up for Bray and Matt to turn full blown heel together, not on each other. I think they're going to turn heels the way Cesaro and Sheamus did. 
So do we think it's going to work out? The Hardys are sticking around for a while? Because there's that random tweet that Matt had sent out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, he hinted he I was going to retire or something. The two of them. Yeah, that the two of them would be done. I hope not, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah, like I do right too. Now. Jeff is doing really well right now. Yeah. And Matt, you know, that Matt. It's great thing I like, but. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have, what, two two different uh, triple threats happening for the tag titles at SummerSlam? I think the SmackDown one is just going to be it. Well, they might well, they might make it a triple threat, but I think so it might just be a. You think the bar or the New Day are going to take it over in SmackDown? Because they're, they're squaring off next week to see who's going to SummerSlam for the SmackDown titles, right? Yeah. Oh, so they're setting up uh, just a one-on-one. Because I was gonna yeah. say, man, that's they have four tag teams um, on point. Dude, SmackDown tag, tag for the title. Oof. Yeah. SmackDown's tag division is just insane compared to Raw. Yeah. Usos, New Day, Bar, Bludgeon Brothers, the Good yeah. Brothers. Sanity. Oh yeah. Sanity's over there. You got, I mean, what are they doing over on Raw then, man? Just send one team over. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would love to see the revival in the Usos. Yeah. Or the or, revival in the bar. Or the revival send, in uh, anybody. Yeah, just send uh, the club back to Raw and have them uh, reunite with Finn. Uh, I, I hated that they sent him to SmackDown. I didn't I didn't like Balor Club was just starting to get rolling. Yeah, I mean that's what's funny is uh, AJ and the club was it was over. It was doing so well. Alright, let's separate him. Yeah. And then it's so, so then they paired him up with, with uh Balor. And it was going so well. And they were like, all right, let's separate them. And, they, yeah. and now they're just alone. They're just by themselves. I mean, Carl is looking of... fucking awesome. You know? Abs Anderson. But yeah, Abs Anderson. Killing it. Um, Best spine buster in the business right now. Yeah. Uh, that that Bar Usos match, though, was really dope. Mm-hmm. What was even better was the, the New Day on commentary. <laughs> yeah, that was great. They had their own table. Their own I... table? <laughs> I don't get the pancakes thing, but uh, yeah, it's 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 working. Whatever. I got a pancake power. So, I got a pancake a couple weeks ago when I went. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You and Jad were like front row. I saw yeah. you on TV. That was pretty crazy. Made my 205 live debut. Yeah, no big deal, guys. Mm-hmm. Fucking famous. It's just just a Shacks part of. Uh, We're gonna have to put that yeah, screenshot but... up on the Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I I got it ready. And... Ready to go, man. Uh, speaking of the Twitter, you can find us at squared underscore jerks. A little plug there. Find us on social media. I'm actually just finding out about this because I, I uh, do a lot of driving, so I don't catch up on a lot of the messaging going on. Oh, the you weren't paying attention. Yeah, we have a, oh, we have a Twitter that. account. Awesome. Uh, like I said, squared underscore jerks because that's what they gave me. Uh, we have an email. At, we have uh, an email. So you can also reach out to us via email. Does somebody want to give us uh, give the fine people the email address? I don't know it. Uh, I don't know it. I don't know it. God, I, know. I was trying to buy time. I think it's uh, uh, jerks.squaredcircle <laughs> at gmail.com. That's All it. Right. That's the one. Does that sound That's right? It. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm probably going to make an Instagram one too soon. All right. Get oh, us this... all covered. Yes, and then you can so find what... us on Facebook also. No Snapchats, though. We don't chat the snaps. No Snapchats. We'll... Probably an Instagram down the line, maybe. Yeah, Derek's going to set up the Insta. All right, cool, cool. I'll get us on the gram. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. It's, I don't know about the dot com thing. I don't, I don't know if we really need a dot com yet. Mm, I mean... Fuck dot coms. Yeah. You can get a dot, dot net. Maybe a dot gov. You know yeah, what's pretty gov. sweet? We're on Spotify. 
Yeah, yeah right. we are on Spotify. We're on iTunes, right? Are we? Uh, iTunes? Still waiting we approval on iTunes, but yeah, we will be. Yeah. We will be. It, it just will, takes, it takes a couple happen. days. Them cucks. Yeah, I love that. Fucking jobbers <laughs> over on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, I shit on iTunes Whatever. for the longest time because they rejected my old podcast like four times. Wow. Yeah, but it was my own fault because I kept, like you can't have a swear word in the title and shit. But. Oh, um, and we have yeah. circle jerk in our title. Oh, so. that'll be fine because it's. I, th- and it's funny because yeah. we're not, we're not having circle. I mean, we're having metaphorical circle jerks about wrestling, but we're, we're just a bunch of jerks. We're the jerks. Yeah, of, we're the jerks. We're talking squared circle stuff, but we're jerks. Yeah, people, you know? people get it. They you guys lied it. to me. I'm not. There's nothing in my hand right now. I'm not even in the same room as you guys. You guys fucking lied to me. I'm not. I'm not lying. Uh, we're also on Stitcher, Castbox. Pocket Cast, uh, Google yeah. Play. So oh, wow. We're yeah, everywhere. I didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah, go we're to all of bro. these. Go listen to every episode on every single platform. We're everywhere, baby. Praises. Go on iTunes and, and write then, us a review. Yeah. yeah, make us famous. Yeah. So, anyway, all right. NXT? Yes, NXT. Can I watch? What's going on, Wait, fellas? Can I, um,. I'm just looking at my notes I wrote. Can I just read them real quick? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Making, they're making me laugh. I have, okay, so for Raw, I have Lesnar, hey, Eamon, breakup, question mark? Uh? And Lesnar eats his steak medium well, three question marks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't touch on, we didn't touch on this. <laughs> we didn't touch on this, the we want Roman or we want Strowman. Oh, shit. I actually thought they were chanting, we want Roman. But now that you say that, they, they had to have been chanting, we want Strowman. I've heard conflicting reports. It's like, is the dress black and blue or is it gold and white? I don't know. <laughs> I want Strowman. Not Roman. I I think it was both. I Dude, think... honestly, I mean, if you're ever going to get Roman over, it's this is like legitimately the only way, but... I think what they're missing out on is if they do get him over with this shit, it's not it, it, he's not gonna be over the next night on Raw. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's be already it's already over. Like unless he turns heel and joins Heyman, where like all the smarts love him, that's not. There's no way if they just go, oh, I'm Roman, I beat Lesnar, I got rid of the guy. You're welcome, everybody. You love me now, right? Everybody's gonna be like, no. Now that that's over, you can go back to fucking yourselves. We're done with this relationship. We were, you know, we. The, the, we had mutual enemies, so we were friends for a moment. But now you suck again, so fuck off. I think that's. I think they expect the opposite effect, but it, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'll give it to them. It worked. It worked on Monday. It won't yeah. last, but like I'm pretty sure people were chanting, "We want Roman." But I think like that was like the kids and the moms and whatever. And mm-hmm. then once they hit that, they're like, "No, uh, we want Strowman." Same time. Yeah. yeah, I think it was both. Yeah, Strowman. So, yeah. Strowman. That really tickled me. So <laughs> I wanted to share. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to Strowman for being one of the guys that just like as soon as they had the brand split, just turned into iconic levels of babyface. Like, I mean, he was a heel for a while, but it was like he was immediately over. He's just automatically one of the biggest names, and it, and, it, and it's really odd to have a homegrown guy. Yeah, kind of love nowadays. Where like we're all a bunch of marks for all the guys that we've known since before WWE. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. I mean, I just oh, shout out to them for that. Speaking of, uh, I, we didn't touch on this in the uh, in the opening with the headline news, but this was headline news today. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, there's a new uh, new indie star making making the rounds. Oh, you mean Big Kaz? 
Yes, Big Kaz. Because he puts you to sleep. Wow. Not in the ring, in the audience. Where Where is he making the rounds? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just, I just, oh, but he's out I, and about doing shit, huh? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm I, not going to, you know, shit on him. I mean, I, I am going to shit on him, but you should go, obviously, support people trying to make a living. So, uh, yeah, North Carolina, big time wrestling. You'll be there. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of other good talent. Yeah. yeah. No, he just changed his name to Big Kaz with two Zs. Yeah. He's an, he's a bum. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, like, do I need to go I on a rant? Know. You got, you got your spicy take. I can go on my fucking Tim rant here. He's a fucking bum. Timber. He's got no personality. He's oh. fucking stiff in the ring. Now, like, not stiff like he works stiff. He's just stiff like a fucking like somebody's throwing a log around. He's, How you doing? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's an idiot. You know. And, How you doing? And, and never mind. I'm not gonna bring politics into this, but he's an idiot. How you well, doing? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> The one thing you can teach is how to wrestle, and he, he had the best teachers in the yeah, business. Yeah, still... if he don't got it, then he don't fucking got <laughs> you it. You don't ever, got it. Ever. Sorry. Yeah, he, I mean, he was tolerable yeah. with Enzo. I hate Enzo right. with a passion, but at least he was tolerable to get. Yeah. You know, the two of them together were tolerable. But when, Bro, they, when uh, they tried to shoehorn him into some fucking championship four way and shit, I was like, yeah. this this is stupid. There's no other talent out there you can put in here. I said since day one when they broke up, the only reason people give gave a shit about Big Cass was because of Enzo, and yeah. it was very clear once yeah. they broke up. Like even I mean, after, like people still gave a shit about Enzo after that feud was over. Mm -hmm. Granted, he was in the two hundred five live. But people, they main evented three weeks in a row. People still cared about Enzo. Didn't give yeah. a fuck about Big Cass, even when he was fucking feuding with Daniel Bryan. I just, yeah. I just wanted I want to punch him in the face. Go away. He had go away heat. Yeah. But even don't, call, like, don't you dare call it X Pac heat because X Pac, X -Pac was is, a great worker. Yeah, X Pac was fucking phenomenal. Right? He was fun. He was fun. Yeah. He got heat because he was a bad guy. Okay? There's no X Pac heat. It wasn't go away heat. All right? I don't want to hear that. Oh, it was shithead heat. You're a fucking shithead. Yeah, X Pac. They, awesome. they, they might, I don't know if they really do <laughs> hate each other in real life, but if they were fucking smart, Big Cass and Enzo would reunite on the Indies because they oh, would make yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, that's the, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only way they're going to succeed is if they come together. But they definitely hate each other because that's a real thing. Why Enzo did Enzo is really not okay with Cass. Why? What What was the big... He didn't, like, when Enzo was in, like, the hospital and shit, like, Cass didn't even bother to, like, reach out to him or something. Yeah. And it was the other way around, like, Enzo, like, showed up to the hospital, like, the day of and didn't leave his side for a couple days or something. I mean, that's Enzo's story. Well, Big Kaz so. got karma because Carmella, what, dumped his dumb, stupid, tall ass. Yeah, and now she's on top of the world. Yep. Who'd have thought? I wish I was the world. She's the one. But <laughs> two in it. Yep. Oh, wow. You're a pervert. She's <laughs> <laughs> right. She's, dude, she's, she's dope. She's, <laughs> she's dope. I, I, I totally respect that. She's mine. Um, okay. So, NXT. Oh, we're not going to talk about 205 Live? <laughs> well, I didn't watch. Dude, it's, it's, no. I mean, your champion is on Twitter making rape jokes. and, and I did watch to, like, pretend Live. it doesn't exist. You did watch it? Yeah. I, would, okay. I tried to watch it. I will, the, a... only thing, the only thing I will say about 205 Live that I wanted to touch on was the, the fact that the Lucha House Party's t new t-shirts are fucking dope. I don't I know if you've seen them. They are basically in the, um, it's like the In Your House logo, but it's Lucha House Party, oh. and they're fucking, 
Those it's are, sick. Those are some of my favorite times in up. wrestling ever. Yeah, yeah. As far um, as like what happened on the show, it was it, it was good wrestling, and uh, that was about it. <laughs> Nothing big yeah. happened. So. I think honestly, the cruiserweight division could use like a. Um, Go down to Orlando and have like a small venue. Film it after NXT. I think it would be a lot better in that area. environment. Like yeah. you go go with like literally just follow the same setup. Like even the color schemes, the weird orange and purple, and having a huge crowd that doesn't give a shit. Whereas like you can get a bunch of little smarks from Orlando, put them in a small building, and get them all over. And like maybe change the strap to black. Maybe keep it purple. But get rid of all the orange. Make it like a darker setting. Have like a black mat in the ring. I don't know. I think it would be. It needs some kind of resurgence. It needs some kind of rejuvenation because I have so many favorite guys on that show, and I don't even bother to watch it. I mean, Gulak is on there, Kendrick is on there, but I don't give a fuck. I, mean, yeah, I think that I, sucks. I will say, like, since basically since Enzo, the whole Enzo thing started to stop, mm-hmm. and they had to do a. They started with the tournament. It's been yeah. much better because they've gone in a completely different direction, but. It's just hard getting people to care about it. Like, I I enjoy it every time I watch it. I yeah. don't know if I can catch it every week, but I mean, it's all it's like Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy have been fucking killing it on there. And yeah, that Spanish fly. I saw that the highlight of Spanish fly on the stable. They know Cedric and Gulak for SummerSlam, which I think is fucking awesome. Oh they, shit! They I deserve. Think, do you think they're gonna stick with that now that that Cedric and his tweets happened? Yeah. I mean, he's he's so good, dude. I mean, it's it's it was six years ago. Who yeah, it's fucking really? stupid. Apparently, enough people that it's making headlines, but um, yeah. So I yeah, guess I'll start watching two hundred five just because now I know we're gonna be covering it. I'll watch and I'll tolerate what I can and, and love what I I do. So much wrestling to watch for this show. Ugh. So it's NXT. So hard. All right, yeah. Oh. Let's let's move on to NXT because we also got a pay per view to cover too. <laughs> The main event. Oh, yeah. All right. NXT, who wants to take it away? Um, Dude, Ciampa. Holy shit, that promo. Started off slow. But, ah, dude, that was so awesome. Just, he's just what we need. (laughs) Like, he's just, like, for for, uh, a heel. It's very much like Joe, like, just being, I'm good. And I'm so fucking good. And I don't care that you don't like me. And I'm going to beat all the good guys. And I don't care if you don't like how I do it. And I'm not going to be a pussy. Like, he, he, he ran, but that was to set up that awesome thing where Alistair and Gargano, that storytelling is great, because Gargano clearly fucked Alistair Black over in that match. And Gargano's supposed to be this big baby face, and you got the crowd chanting, you deserve it after you got kicked. That whole dynamic is just working so well. So hopefully that's a triple threat. Hopefully that's what happens to TakeOver. Yeah, I um, I heard like that that might be the way they're going, mm-hmm. um, and at first I was like, ugh, I don't know, because I mean yeah. I love Alistair Black, but I was just like, really gonna throw throw him in on that the Champa and Gargano story, and like, I think any other time I'd be like, okay, but like. It being in Brooklyn, I was like, that's like their WrestleMania yeah. for NXT. So I'm like, ah, I feel like that should be one-on-one. But literally after what, last night, that segment last night, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with yeah. that. 
Yeah, like they told it personality wise like, and 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 in ring wise, dude, that the the dynamic between all three of them is pretty spot on already. Yeah, and like I can already see like they're most like I'm sure Champa will retain somehow. Yeah. Over and it'll probably end up pinning Alistair or something, and they'll be able to continue Gargano and Champa for at least one more. So I'm like, take yeah. over. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, just fight forever. But yeah. Um, dude, Alistair Black, though, personally, if, if he doesn't win, I really – I it's such a weird aspect to think, like, somebody getting called up from NXT uh, is supposed to be good and it's supposed to get you excited for them. I mean, but look where Andrade is. Like, he should be top dog right now, and it's not really happening. But, like uh, – He's getting there. Alistair uh, Black, dude, he does – he if he goes up, man, he needs to go on a, a killing spree. He needs to be taken seriously, and he better be on SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. That's where all the best opponents are for him. You know who I've loved, who I've loved how they've been handling since they came up to NXT, from NXT is Ember Moon. Oh yeah, she's doing dude. She constantly is treated like a, an actual competitor and a force. Yeah, like they're allowing her to they're allowing her to come along like at a good pace. Like they're not pushing her too fast like some of them they do, or like they're not like just jobbing her out. Mm-hmm. They're letting her come along naturally where it's like she's not like a huge mainstay but you know she's getting she's getting victories and I yeah. just think it's like that's how you should be booking people when they come up to the main roster yeah like, I, I like that they're taking the safe route too where uh, a lot of wrestlers when they don't have anything for them they just throw them in something random but they care enough about her when they don't have something going on for her they just don't put her on TV that week you yeah, I mean? I, like let's not taint you let's we'll bring you back in a couple weeks and they do that on NXT every week Nobody ever shows up, like, four weeks in a row on NXT television. And that's no. why it's so good to tell that story. It draws it out longer. And I think that's what's happened with Ember Moon. It's pretty awesome. They should yeah. keep doing that with the people. I wish they would do that with more. Like you said. <sighs> Dude, but remember I, back in the day, everybody would be gone for months at a time. And then they would come back and get a huge pop. And it would be a resurgence. And I've used that word a lot tonight. <laughs> that would be Coach's word of the hour. Yeah. Ugh. Well, now everybody keeps saying touch on is my favorite because I, I said something about touch on last week and now I've heard you guys both say touch on like 10 times. Yeah, we've already, got our, about... we've already got our own little flow going. No, we got circle yeah, we jerks and touch ons. Yep. And resurgences. And resurgences and pops. Pops. Caps. Let me pop my resurgence in the circle jerk. Uh, yeah, I don't really watch too much NXT. It's. Uh... I don't know. Well, it's, I've you're had missing to, out, man. I know. I needed to. I need to start watching. It's just uh, I have to watch the Hulu versions of Raw and SmackDown uh, mm-hmm. because dedicating like three hours on Monday night is tough. But I, I actually, I'm pretty sure NXT's on on Hulu too. I mean, you can yeah, just watch all yeah. Three I mean, I have the network, so I can watch network? NXT on the network. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, it's just so, I haven't loved the product lately. Oh man, you know, you're missing out, dude. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to start watching NXT so I can keep up with you, Mofo. So, yeah, uh, it's it's honestly been really good. Like, to me, like the golden era of NXT was like that 2015. Yeah, when like when like the four horsewomen were starting to come around and like mm-hmm. Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. It wasn't a huge. It wasn't huge NXT like it is now. Yeah, it yeah. was like they were the ones who were like the driving force of it becoming huge, like that built to like the first takeover Brooklyn. Like that era was like the best era for me, and I feel like the era that we're in now is like is like right there, as far yeah. as like ta- talent wise. Like they're 
hitting on all cylinders. Like the card for take like Brooklyn is looks insane. Like I know most of them look insane, but like as far as star power, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, actually, that actually brings up uh, a huge thing that we didn't bring up already. Uh, first of all, Keith Lee debuts next week, which yes. is awesome. We can uh, all bask in his. Oh, he's just too good. He's got abs on his gut. It doesn't make any sense, but it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing is, uh, I don't know how confirmed it is, because I didn't see it on WWE.com or anything, but uh, one of the bigger news websites, I think it might have been Bleach Report, uh, somebody said Matt Riddle signed a three-year deal to WWE. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about the specifics, but I'm I know he's I'm pretty sure he's he's signed. Yeah, they I hope so. They better show him in the crowd at Takeover or have him debut randomly, like attack someone the way Cole did. That'd be great. Yeah, because he had Riddle, to, he, dude, he canceled and, like and Keith. Yeah, uh, it just gets the rich just keep rich, getting richer, man. Yeah. So like, should we just quickly run through the card of NXT since we? For sure. Go on for a while. For sure. From this week. All right, so, um, I don't very quickly. Uh, okay, so the Mighty, which is their new name and with their new heel oh, run going right, on, yeah. uh, they had a, a match against Heavy Machinery. Uh, yeah. Just to, I, I, I hope you, this is going to be awesome if you guys don't know this because this, this makes me so happy. You know the, the shorter guy who always has his arms out in Heavy Machinery? Otis? Always making the faces. The one that looks exactly like Joey Numbers. Yeah, Otis. Who, by the way, over Wrestling Soup is our boy. So you should definitely, obviously, if you're listening to this, you most likely listen to Wrestling Soup. I love Wrestling uh, Soup. Because they're huge. Uh, but Joey, he looks just like Joe. And uh, he, that guy, what is his name? Otis Dojovic. Dojovic or something. That's why, yeah. I remember it's a name that I cannot pronounce. But he, uh, the last I heard, dates Mandy Rose. Wait, Which who? is like... Mandy Rose, the, the dude who looks like Joe Numbers, Otis. He he apparently dates Mandy Rose. No way. Yeah, which is like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> like, way Shut to up. way to shift the bar for us, man. That's great. That's awesome. No, for him. yeah. Any confirmation Google it. on that? Google it. Confirm it if you can. But that's pretty awesome. But uh, that match ended with the Street Profits, who yes. are like really, really, really over right now in NXT. They uh, came out and started having themselves like a a dance thing going on in the crowd and distracted uh, the mighty who lost. Um, and also that's having a house party, man. Just having a house party. Yeah. That's all. Which reminds me of Bianca Blair, by the way, because homeboy from uh, Street Profits is married to Bianca Blair and she is undefeated in NXT. And no, no, no. She is undefeated. (laughs) Yes. Dude, her shirt. She was rocking a shirt. Sorry for yelling. She was rocking a shirt. I thought it was awesome. It was uh, Melanin, Melanin Monroe. Monroe. Dude, that was yeah. so dope. All right. She's awesome. She's awesome. I, I love yeah. her. I really hope that she gets, you know, a huge NXT Women's Championship run. I think she um, she's, she's got a uh, Sasha Banks at 2014-15-esque. Yeah. Right now. Dude, she's so good. I, I'd say she's better than Sasha, honestly. I know you love Sasha, but <gasps> she's already way more interesting to me. Um, okay. But moving on, Mustache Mountain versus locals. I think they are. I don't know if they're real. Versus locals. Watching. I think that's who they are. I'm watching that Kurt Angle video. Jabronis before State Line is their name. They were. They got in way too much offense on Mustache Mountain. That needed to be a squash. 
I, I don't know what that was all about. But either way, they won, thankfully. Um, and then they challenged Undisputed for TakeOver, which was awesome. Which, it's going to be amazing. That's going to be a crazy match. And then War Raiders uh, ran into Mustache Mountain later on in the night and said, it doesn't matter who wins. Uh, we're going to kick your ass, whoever wins, after TakeOver. So they're apparently setting themselves up to be next in line. Um, what yeah, else? Like EC3. How do you feel about Kona Reeves? Because I, I think this is such a waste of TV time. Oh, don't get me fucking started on Kona Reeves, man. What a corny son of a bitch that guy He's is. He's a fucking bootleg Rick Martel, and that's being <sighs> generous. He is trash. I, I said on Twitter today, um, somebody asked, like, oh, what's your, what are you guys' thoughts on Kona Reeves? And I literally said... Oh, so the other night, I burnt myself really bad grabbing something out of the oven, and I would rather do that over and over again than watch fucking Corner Reeves. <laughs> Plus, like, why would your name be so similar to Keanu Reeves? Is that on purpose? I don't like it. I don't like this guy at all. And, and God, he sucks. Sorry. The, gi- the gimmick does, doesn't work. The finest? No, mm-hmm. you, you look like trash, man. You don't look like the finest anything. Look at... The rocks on my screen, you'd probably see it looks like the finest piece of trash. Well, thankfully, uh, EC3 beat him, which is great. Uh, and, and that was three. after a distraction by Velveteen Dream, which also is going to be probably the wild card for TakeOver. I think that match is going to be a match of the night. EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. There's There could be a lot of matches of the night. Yeah. Ricochet, Ricochet and Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, North American Championship. Bye, bye. Awesome. Uh, and then you have, th- this is pretty much the, the other match at TakeOver. This is the last thing that happened on this week's episode. We're going to see Shayna Baszler, uh, the main event of Mae Young Classic, being rematched for the title at TakeOver against Kyrie Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually make any notes, but I do want to, I'm really upset about this. Why Why didn't Kyrie Zane come down for the rescue after Shayna Baszler beat Candice and, and then started kind of torturing her with an arm bar. Why did Kyrie Sane come down in wrestling gear when she didn't wrestle, first of all, and a leather jacket? Did she just casually walk around in wrestling gear? Cause yeah, she's going to be jacket, ready, man. That leather jacket insinuates she was like out and about just kind of doing her casual thing like, oh, I'm getting ready to go home. I'm going to wear my pirate outfit <laughs> underneath this. What was that? I don't, I don't get it. She's got to be prepared, man, for a match to break out at any point. But at the same time, you know, it gets cold in the back. She's got to have that leather jacket, you know. She's at the, the shopping mall. She's getting some Chick-fil-A and then... It gets cold at catering. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was Someone a breezy goes, night. Kyrie, let's go. And she just rips her leather jacket off and she's just ready to go. Yeah, it gets cold out at sea. Yeah. Sure, she's a pirate. She is a pirate. Yeah. Um, you, you said something about Carmela earlier. I say Kyrie Sane is mine. Oh, she's just so pure. She's so cute. <laughs> I just love her, dude. She's, she's like adorable. number one. Like if I could marry anybody on that was a famous wrestler, it would be her. She's adorable. Or, her, or, or uh, maybe Finn Balor. But probably her. Same. I'd probably marry Adam Cole, baby, but I have the biggest man I have the biggest man crush on Adam Cole. Yeah. Baby. I'm gonna move on before Tim uh, rashes both of us for that. Oh, I, I'm in love with Daniel Bryan. So. <laughs> all right, so we all admit yeah, we have like yeah. one guy oh, in the business. We for was, sure. I mean, for sure. 
we're not being suspect. This Dude, is just life. Seriously, every, anytime Adam Cole says <laughs> boom in his entrance, I I smile from ear to ear. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Um, I, I definitely was mad at you guys earlier. The whole group, our group, Secret Jabroni Society, voted for Undisputed Era's entrance music as the best current entrance music. And I hate it so much. Well, you know, it's okay to be song. wrong sometimes, Russell, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll secede on this one since I clearly am outnumbered. Man, you take that L. I can't, yeah, I'm taking the L. It is what it is. Uh, so you guys finished 2003's No Way Out as our pay-per-view of the week. Oh, old almost. pay-per-view don't reviews. Re- we don't have a name for this segment yet, but it, that we're going to review old pay-per-views. I think um, I'm, uh, PPP. I'm in the main PPP event right now. Review. Yeah, we're going to yeah. review a random pay-per-view every week. Or we could it doesn't have to stay a pay-per-view. Uh, I think we should let the people decide. It could be you know, a documentary or yeah. pay-per-view. Old episode or, of Raw. Yeah, like a certain couple matches or yeah, anything. So, But this week it is, yes, No Way Out 2003, not 2002. Yeah, I botched it. All the, all the stuff I was talking about on episode zero, episode three of Tim Questions Everything, I said... O three, 3 No Way Out was the best one, but I was thinking of O two, 2 And so I, I had made myself watch a rather mediocre <laughs> No Way Out. I didn't finish it. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't finish it. There was some I pretty didn't... there was some pretty good some pretty good moments. Yeah. You had Lesnar and uh All right, so talked about that earlier. Let's run down the, the list of matches. There's one that I don't remember seeing on the network and that was Mysterio defeated Jamie Noble. Yeah, was that on like a, on Sunday Night Heat or something beforehand? I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah, that wasn't on the show. And it's got one okay, I didn't H think it was. attached to it. But I don't remember seeing it on the network as the first match. No. It said one what? One H. So I'm guessing it might have been Heat. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it probably was. Yeah. That was probably the pre-show match. Um, but Rey Mysterio defeated Jamie Noble. Uh, and then we hit the pay-per-view and the opening match, which I thought was like, pretty decent because I fucking love Chris Jericho. Oh, this was so. This is my um, favorite Jeff Hardy, by the way. Yeah, Chris Jericho so defeated. I thought this was awesome. Jeff Hardy by submission, and I got to say, I have one one yeah. gripe with this match, and it's actually at one point in Jericho's career that I hate. I hate how he changed the walls of Jericho from the walls of Jericho to a fucking Boston Crab. Yeah, it was just a Boston crowd. Yeah, I, I, I missed the, like the lion tamer yeah. putting his knee in the bag. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But that's my only gripe. But it was pretty solid. I thought. Um, yeah, I I wrote it's like, fifth. This was fifteen years ago, and both of these guys are still competing at high levels, mm-hmm. which I think is kind yeah. of crazy, considering they were already years into the game at that point. A uh, little HBK, HBK wonky eye. He made a little mm-hmm. uh, appearance at the end. That was interesting. I didn't realize that was the first time back in Montreal since the uh, screw job. Yeah. Uh, he kicked somebody so in the face. That's kind of cool. Who did he kick in the face? Christian. That's right. Christian! Um, the other thing that just made me think of is you're talking Chris Jericho, current IWGP Intercontinental Champion, mm. by the way. The, the G1 uh, climax is happening in New Japan. We might want to do some catching up on that and talk about it, maybe in a bonus episode or something. Yeah. Yeah, I've got so that. much to catch on, catch up uh, on. I didn't watch any of it, dude. I am so far behind. Same. I just, dude, I've been working my ass off and now watching all this wrestling on top of it. It's, you know, we'll get there. Uh, so, all right, so Lance from Storm and Regal versus Kane and RVD. Uh, yeah, it was for the yeah, this was... tag mat, tag titles, right? Yeah. Yeah. My first thing I noticed was Kane, this was when Kane was in fucking unreal shape. 
Like, he was ripped. Yeah. Like, this was peak Kane. Yeah. Jacked. He's pretty good. Um, interesting in this match, William Regal legitimately got knocked out. I did I not know, know that. I, did. I don't know if you caught that. He's fucking tough as no. nails, man. Yeah, like, it was, like, on a routine, like, body slam. Kane body slam Regal. And he just didn't move. And Kane was, like, waiting for Regal to get up. Or, and then he was, like, trying oh, to pick yeah. him up. He's no, trying to I pick him they, up. They did the yeah. slow motion re- replay of him hitting his head, but I didn't know he got knocked out. Yeah, like, he was trying to, like, pick him up. And then, like, I think Kane realized, like, oh, shit, he's knocked out. So he covered him. And yeah. then Lance, Lance Storm made the save. Like, I was like, oh, shit, that was real heads up. <laughs> but, like, you could see Regal was, like, out of it. Like, they finally got, like, Kane was able to pick him up. And, like, Storm, like, grabbed his trunks and, like, pulled him into him and tagged him to, like, get in the match. But, like, he he figured it out eventually. But, yeah, I was like, oh, like, that was a weird cover mm. out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, shit, no, he's definitely knocked out. Yeah, see, I didn't even think of that. Why would he go for a cover off a power slam? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even mean? go for it right away. That was the weird part. Yeah, like, right. I said, like maybe I should pin this guy. I might be able to get him off this. This which I actually good. liked, which I actually liked, because it was like, oh yeah, if you notice your opponent's knocked out, you probably should try and cover them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, from there, we move on they, to what? They, well, well, actually, I was gonna say they won. Yeah. First of all, Lance Storm yeah. and William Regal they retained. retained. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't remember the storyline, this, this is actually the storyline that leads to Kane being unmasked. That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, Kane and RVD get another shot at the titles, and when they lose, it was on an episode of Raw. Uh, Kane, that was the stipulation. Kane loses, he has to unmask, and then he takes his mask off. He had the weird hairdo before he was bald, and then he choke slammed the shit out of RVD and looked crazy. Shit went south from there. Yeah. Nobody All legs right, so unmasked Kane. All right, so we move on to a singles match for the <laughs> WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Matt Hardy oh, yes. with Shannon Moore defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my Wait, which favorite. version of Matt Hardy was this? Uh, version one. Okay. Uh, he <laughs> defeated one of my favorite cruiserweights of all time from WCW, Billy Kidman. Yeah. I um, mean, Billy Kidman, um, was a, he's a good champion, uh, but could he slam a tornado? I just fucking love the seven-year itch, man. <laughs> he, could, he, could, he couldn't dry up a sea. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's what happened. That's where he, that's where he lost the edge there. Uh, Matt speaking Hardy. Of mu- speaking of the music... And Kidman, I just had to, the first thing I noticed was Kidman's music couldn't have fit him any less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was watching actually with Bruce, my cousin. Uh, cousin Bruce is going to be a guy we bring up a lot, by the way. Yeah, He's yeah, like, cousin Bruce. Yeah, cousin Bruce. Uh, he, he he was like, this does not fit him. This is the most gangster music. Yeah, and he's thank like, you. but it's so good. It's a good entrance song, but it's just not for him. Yeah, it just doesn't fit at all. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. what? Why don't I remember this? Um, um, this so, is also the storyline where Matt was wearing, like, uh, sweatsuits and shit to, like, cut weight for this. Yeah, because they, they made a big point that he had to lose 10 pounds to qualify. Yeah, uh, But then during the good. whole match, they talk about how fat he's getting and how he keeps eating and eating and eating. And they just saw him and he's getting fatter and fatter and fatter. <laughs> and what does this lead to? Does this lead to him, like, getting... He has to drop uh, the title because he gets fat or something. Yeah, I forget who he dropped the title to. It might have been Mysterio. I could be I wrong. Think it was, I think it, I think it was Ray. 
Because um, it was just yeah. ridiculous. This was just so, like, I mean, it was a decent match, but it, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, but it was just fucking ridiculous that Matt Hardy took the Cruiserweight title. And not only did he take the title, he did it after getting bitch smacked by his own brother. Yes, yeah, that was incredible. That happened backstage. Just yeah, that was cool. Um, one that was pretty Dude. good. Dude, this reminded me, man. Matt Hardy version one, the whole Mattitude thing was so far ahead of its time. You can that see, was such a great gimmick. You can see so it much Woken. Credit. You can see a lot of Woken Matt Hardy in that Mattitude version one Matt Hardy. Yeah, uh, dude, just the, the faces, the, the uh, mannerisms. Yeah. And... Fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Matt is the annoyed by AOL snow. <laughs> oh, man, that's stupid well, AOL he must be screen. really annoyed right now. Yeah, We're Matt likes to... Matt likes his hot tea with milk and sweetness. Yes, like yes. they're so good <laughs> every yeah. week. Um, uh, we maybe move. we should do a bonus episode where we just run down all the Matt facts. Oh, dude, boy. I would be or, so entertained. One of you guys on the Twitter could start just you know releasing a Matt fact a day. Oh, dude, I yeah. absolutely. Uh, we move on to Undertaker defeated the Big Show. This is when Big Show came out and just threw the Undertaker off the stage and. I'm assuming Undertaker took some time off and came back and was all sorts of pissed off. And also to Jack, too. I know. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. He looked really he looked, good. He looked really good. I was like, I don't remember Taker. Yeah. I don't remember Big Evil Taker looking this good. He looked he yeah. fucking, yeah, I was amazed. It was one of the things Booger that like, really stuck out to me when yeah. he got off the bike and went into the ring. I was like, damn. Yeah. Doing suicide planches. Yeah, he was doing shit, little, <laughs> little dropkick type shit that he doesn't usually do. Uh, I can cool. tell you guys the build-up a little bit if you guys are interested. Yeah, they did a little um, rundown beforehand, but... Dude, yeah, the video it... package was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was really good. It was good. <laughs> it was, it was uh, so many so... great cameos. <laughs> yeah. Heyman, dude, I just love that Heyman was managing Big Show. People shit on that all the time, but I, I was all about it. Um, so Big Show threw him off the stage, which you mentioned. And then every week, Big Show was off television. He didn't show up. Every mm. single week, Undertaker would come out and there'd be a gift in a box in the middle of the ring. <laughs> it was just like always like something like it was Brother Love once. Oh, yeah. Canyon yeah. was in there. Who better uh, than Canyon? He, the yeah, Brian Canyon, Kendrick. Canyon. Brian Kendrick came down and sang AKA the song. Spanky. Is that who that was? Yeah. Yeah, spanky. it was him when he was Spanky. Uh, and then the last one was a puppy. And he, he put the puppy back. And then Big Show comes out of nowhere and beats the piss out of him. Mm. Uh so Undertaker beat him with the I thought it was the Hell's Gate, but uh, Bruce corrected me on that one. He goes, No, it's just a triangle choke. What it was... was like Big Show uh Big Show lost to a like an MMA move because Taker was kind of going in like a weird yeah, MMA he, direction he at was the time. Striking a lot. That's when he first yeah. started striking a lot. But what what prompted Big Show to even start this beef with the Undertaker? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Know. Yeah. This was after the Lesnar thing, right? The Lesnar feud? Yeah. It had to have been, because that's when Heyman turned on... The reason he's even with Big Show is he turned on Lesnar by putting a chair underneath uh, Lesnar receiving the chokeslam. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't really remember all the details, yeah. but that was... Like I said, I, I loved like, that whole era of SmackDown and shit, so it was pretty cool. All right, so there was supposed to be a three-on-three, right? Uh, it was supposed to be Brock Lesnar, Benoit... Yes! And Edge. Yeah, Toothless we were talking about that earlier. aggression. Fucking love that t-shirt. Toothless aggression. Uh, versus Team Angle, Charlie Haas, Kurt Angle, and Sheldon Benjamin with mm-hmm. Paul Heyman. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Paul. 
Heyman uh, was managing Big Show, uh, I think A Train for some reason at the time, yeah. uh, and also Team Angle. Uh, okay. He was he was right. he, if you saw he's wearing a, a thing around his neck. Um, I don't know if you noticed. It looks like a pass, like a backstage pass. The whole gimmick was he wasn't he didn't work for WWE. He was like an agent. He wasn't being treated as a manager. He was an agent, like a sports agent was his like whole thing. So he built up like a team of people that he was representing. That's uh, what. I didn't even notice him. He's not even ringside. Oh, he's at the top of the ring. Right. I'm rewatching it right now because I didn't remember Heyman. Uh, so I see they won by submission. This is where I, I actually stopped watching. Oh, so, man. Angle, who, and, who tap out? Angle and Benoit did this phenomenal thing where like Benoit had him in the crossface crippler, and then Angle would roll it into the ankle lock, and then Benoit would roll it back into the crossface crippler. And that's eventually what... Those two were so yeah. good together. Yeah. So those results, uh, you can't find on the network. You just have to. You can't find any individual Benoit <laughs> match on the network. You have to know what you got to look it up online and know what mm-hmm. pay per views to go for. I had to when the network first came out. <laughs> so it's um, like a speakeasy uh, and yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You got to you got to know it's not talked about. But. Yeah. Uh, so then Triple H. <laughs> Who is the world? I'm very bitter about. What? <laughs> Yo, dude, this is my favorite. People shit on this all the time. This is like one of the worst storylines ever. For me, it is one of the funniest, best, most campy storylines of all time. Triple H and Scott Steiner. Oh, was... God. And uh, Triple dude. H was world heavyweight champion at the time. Yeah, that was a good run, though. That was a good run. Uh. Uh, but Steiner, <laughs> they had him. Pose off and an arm wrestling match, and it's like two men doing like the bodybuilding competitions all oiled up in like thongs. <laughs> it's just the fucking most campy, great. It's Scott Steiner who can't speak. He just so starts stumbling on his words. Steiner's the worst. Dude, he looked like he was wrestling in quicksand. It was so bad. Yeah. He's... It's never. Oh, it's... God. He's had some botches, dude. <laughs> the only time I want to see Scott Steiner on my screen anymore is if he's doing math. Yeah, he's really, really good at math. Definitely put that video up on the Twitter. I mean, if you're listening to this, if you're enough of a nerd to be listening to a wrestling podcast that just started, uh, you've definitely seen the promo. Are you you taking shots at people? I'm taking shots at at ourselves here. We have to be self-aware. We're another wrestling podcast. We're not just any (laughs) wrestling. We're the hottest wrestling podcast out there. Yeah, we're the hottest new guys. See, we're the new guys. We are coming in. Red Hot, we're going to go undefeated for a while. Wait, we're, there are other wrestling podcasts? Holla, if you hear me. Yeah, man. I know. Mm. It, it's a crazy world. People have done this before? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I think wow. it's a wee bit oversaturated. <laughs> so, we, so we decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to undersaturate it by joining the saturation. No, I think what our, our, uh, <laughs> our ultimate motivation was, we're three guys that like to give our opinion and talk wrestling, and we said, fuck it, let's record it and throw it out there. Oh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Personally, for me, I just I like that I'm, I'm now, like, we can consider this professionally, uh, if we want to call it that, <laughs> just doing what I already do, just rambling about wrestling, because it's the only... I don't well, know. It's now, one of those things that... now you have the potential to get paid for it. Yeah, potential. Uh, potential. There's sponsors every. You know, yeah. anybody wants to reach this was out also, about the This was Ric Flair in the time of like. This is evolution. Ric Flair. Yeah, this is this is such a good time for Ric Flair. Uh, and also, it was like the Ric Flair then was like Jay Lethal's impersonation of, of Ric Flair. 
It's right before he goes batshit crazy, Ric Flair. Yeah. And starts elbow dropping his shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not current Ric Flair, who's just old and Jay Lethal version. That's so, that's so well put. That's yeah, perfect. Sorry, Jay Lethal version of it is he just goes crazy and he's, you know, just yelling a bunch of shit and he's... I am a man! Yeah. You can't do me! <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall! That version of Woo. it was so good. Um... Yeah, I, it, Ric Flair now should never just. I, I love him and I want to see him as often as I can, but should not be used in any like. Oh, let me stand yeah. in the ring and hold a mic and cut a promo. You just he's want just so like. You want to look yeah. at him and say, "Rick, you're drunk. Go home." <laughs> he's just so much. It's always about Charlotte. How Charlotte's the best wrestler. He's gonna hurt himself. He's gonna hurt himself yeah. talking. Is what's gonna happen. Also, uh, I got my teeth on the right side of my mouth, the top. Uh, three teeth. I had to get them pulled uh, after breaking them. <laughs> so now when I do a Ric Flair impression, it is so perfect. Spot because on. I mean, I don't know if the impression itself is perfect, but the list that Ric Flair has nowadays because he's an old <laughs> fuck, I, I unintentionally have the list, and it just works so oh, good. Shit. He, he's just like, let me tell you something about my, my daughter, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, he does my talk like on one side of his mouth with a little list. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He is the great. She is the greatest basketball player right now. <laughs> Woo! I'm telling you, she's so good. She's one of the best women. <coughs> Woo! She never seen. Listen, so listen. So Triple H. Tri- <laughs> <laughs> so Triple H defeats you don't need Scott to do Steiner. Retains his world heavyweight championship. We get he the re- definitely. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to come back every time Triple H is about to have a match. He needs to come back. I said this to you guys in the, in the group. Every time Triple H is about to have a match, to come down to the ring and tell Triple H why he doesn't have anything left to prove. He doesn't need to do this. <laughs> he's like the Mickey. He's the, he's the fucking Triple yeah. H's Rocky Balboa, and there's Ric Flair and Mickey. Yep. Uh, all right, so Triple H wins. <laughs> uh, we yeah, move on to the, re- the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He defeats Eric Bischoff? Because yeah. he fired um, him 30 years before? I don't know VFX? what the build for this was. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing I don't know it why was. Happened, but I, I remember the finish. I remember he gave him like fucking like three stunners. Yeah, it was just four. to get Austin back on TV. Yeah. This yeah. was after he took his ball and went home. Yeah, he, he was mad because he didn't want a job to Lesnar. Well, well, he didn't like the build-up and the way he had the job to Lesnar. He didn't mind well, doing was, the job to Lesnar. There was no build. There was no build. Yeah, That's yeah. why. That's why he got pissed and left. Oh. Um, and he was just gonna like lose on like an episode of SmackDown or something. Yeah, it was gonna be. It was, it was in the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a tournament. Who gives there, a shit? There, I don't know. Well, there could He's, have been a big build to that. You know, it could have been a there big was, match. It wasn't even announced. Yeah, yeah it wasn't even announced. Um, and he wow. was just like, "Fuck you, I'm not doing that." Uh, and then what? We get The Rock defeats Hulk Hogan for the yeah, second time, right? Um, this is uh, right after. This is after WrestleMania, right? The first, yeah. yeah, the first match, yeah. So is this like the the turnaround? Is this when? Because I don't remember. I remember it happening, but I don't remember if this is the No Way Out match they had. But there was a point where Rock was super Hollywood and Hogan was back to like red and yellow. Yeah. So the, the roles were reversed, where Hogan was the good guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what was that what happened at No Way Out? Yeah, The Rock okay. came back and like he was acting a little more Hollywood, and then you weren't sure if he was a heel or. He was kind of so, like a tweener, but then it was very obvious he was a heel. Yeah. I want to put an emphasis on this. I think this is like a, a pretty important thing to touch on 
and I'm, yeah, touch on. Hogan um, sucks. The Rock and Hogan, neither of them were champion. They main evented, correct? Right. Yeah. That's this yeah. is 15 years ago, and people complain about it now like it was never a thing. Like the the championship didn't main event the first WrestleMania. You know what I mean? And this isn't even WrestleMania. This is no way out. It, it happened all the time. If somebody was a, a bigger deal than the championship, they made them the main event. I don't think they should ever do that, but. People complaining about it now, just a heads up, they were doing it 15 years ago. That's, I, think if that's it's a, I think if it's a big enough match, I don't have, yeah. I don't yeah. have an issue with it at all. I don't think the title should... I don't think no. the, I don't think the title should main event just because it's the title. I think it should main event because it's the best match on the card. Yeah, which is also yeah. why I think those matches should have the title. Like, 100%, I think, uh, Triple H and Scott Steiner is not main event no. over Rock no. and Hogan. So give Rock and Hogan the title. They don't need it, though. They don't need the title. They don't. They don't. But it, it, it makes the title. Because that's the job of the wrestlers. It's not... The, the title isn't supposed to make the wrestler. The wrestler's supposed to make the title. Yeah, but so if right. Triple H and Scott Steiner, they're not worthy of being in the main event over Rock and Hogan, they probably shouldn't have the belt. Well, it also comes down to creative. The, you that's know, true. I mean, it's, it's not, not, it's not, not just fault, on the wrestlers. It, yeah. I definitely think that that's just how they should be doing it. But if people complain about it now, just a fair warning. It did happen like a decade and a half. Yeah, piss off. Yeah, like it, it kind of depends on the situation for me. Like, like Rock and Hogan, that should main event no matter what. Rock Cena, that should make it main event no matter what. Roman versus Samoa Joe doesn't necessarily to me mean main event. As much as I yeah. love Samoa Joe, like if that's if it's between Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe singles match and AJ Styles versus Nakamura for the WWE title, it should mm-hmm. probably be AJ Styles versus Nakamura for the WWE title. Agreed. Um, at WrestleMania, we saw Taker versus Reigns. Um, I didn't like that main eventing. Yeah, I, it was, it's funny because I mean, the, it, even if the match was perfect, it wasn't very good. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't good, good. But even if it was perfect, it's not a. It used to be about the streak being bigger than the titles. It would have made sense if he hadn't already lost. Right. Yeah. I think it, there, there was nothing going for it. I don't. I don't know. It just seems weird. It's. The main event is for someone's yard. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, and uh, there's not even an actual yard. Ugh. Yeah. This is bullshit. There, there's, it's Paige's house, but it's also the house that AJ built for Paige. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in Roman, why is there a house in Roman Reigns' yard that also used to be Undertaker's yard, but no, it's, it's not his yard anymore? Yeah. Well, he sold it. Well, that, oh. uh, that wraps up yeah. No Way Out 2003. It's an all right pay-per-view. I mean, if you're bored and you need something to watch. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd recommend it, I guess. It's not a terrible pay-per-view. No, it's got a lot of good I'd video packages. Seven, 7.5. I'd go oh, uh, I'd 6.8. Say, yeah, I was, go 6.8. I was probably going to go an even 6. So. Oh, wow. I was being very yeah. generous. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I mean, it's... I can and think I thought I was better. being pretty fair. Um, is, uh, before we uh, wrap things up here... Any other uh, tidbits you guys want to throw out there? Um, I, mean, I couldn't find the mm, questions on, on Secret Jabroni Society because I thought we had a couple questions, but I can't oh, find them. Oh, wait a minute. If that's what you're looking for, good point. We're definitely supposed to end on questions. Yeah. I know it's getting a little late for you. That's all right. We can um, do a couple questions. I just couldn't find the post. I'm pretty sure it was something I posted, not to the group. I think I might have posted it just in general um two comments nope i i i posted it in the group though so that's probably why you're not 
one second. Yeah, I have so many like Derek or oh, Russell commented it. on this and that that I can't even. Fucking... Actually, uh, so that's that's the other thing. Before we even get into the questions from this week, uh, I had to leave because of my phone dying, um, and you guys answered a question from cousin Bruce, uh, but didn't really actually answer the question. It was when Vince died. Mm. What what would have happened? So I actually know the the plan. If you guys want to hear it real quick, uh, yeah. his real life brother, Vince's real life brother. The the plan was they you were right, Derek. They just wanted to get him off TV. <clears throat> um, they wanted to take Hold the product on. into more. Hold on, I got to yeah. interrupt you real quick. I got breaking news. What's that? Kane, Glenn Jacobs is now the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Yeah. Sorry, Hell yeah. I'm he serious. I had to throw it out there. Race of Knox County, Tennessee. Yep, the big red mayor. That's right. So sorry, I had to. That's some breaking news live here. You heard it first. Back to yeah, Vince you dying. Yeah, you definitely did not hear it from Ryan Satin. <laughs> that's crazy. We definitely did not hear it from Ryan Satin. We just knew it. I we heard got a text it. message. I'm gonna give a shout you out to Cam Couture. And I got it like 20 seconds later. Yeah. So congratulations, <laughs> Big Red Mayor. Now back to Vince dying. Yeah. So when Vince died, the whole it, it was it was to get him off TV. Um, and it was mainly because they wanted it's such a weird thing to do like why kill him off just make him leave tv i don't know but um it was his brother uh roderick roddy i think that's his name roddy mcmahon also has two kids uh and it was going to lead to he's just a more nice guy he's like a nice version and he's the nicer side of the mcmahon family and they wanted to kind of expand the on-screen mcmahon family and help you know make them all money and and so Roderick was going to come there with his two kids which would have led to a baby face kids of his feuding with the heel face the heel McMahon kids of Stephanie and Shane and I mean that probably would have been awesome honestly it would have been a good direction to take it in but I don't think they needed to kill Vince to do that um and shout out to Paul London for laughing awkwardly as like I am right now yeah it's such a weird stupid thing to do and then people really genuinely freaked out about it People thought it was real. Investors sold because they thought Vince really died because people are that fucking gullible. And uh, people were calling 911. Genuinely called 911. People were calling 911. Like, Vince McMahon just blew up in a limo on national television. So, yeah, that's that's to address it. I don't... He said, how would you have felt about whatever they were going to do with it? I think they could have done a whodunit. I guess Linda was supposed to be uh, the one either framed or found to be the actual killer and then was going to be arrested on tv where his brother would show up and be like well this is where we're taking it from here so i think it would have been good because i, I like the idea of a baby face gm over a heel so mm-hmm. that would have been interesting yeah. to see uh play out yeah so yeah you guys found the questions i don't know what the questions are yeah, uh, yeah Derek, why don't you fire off a few there aren't a there aren't a lot um there's really only like two that I saw. So do you guys want to do them to do them now, or do you want to like wait until we get some more and do? Well, them? How about we do one? All right. Pick a good one. Um. <laughs> Out of the two. <laughs> uh, the one I uh, see from Jim Morrow is: What are your favorite and least favorite wrestling-related podcasts? Excluding your own. Wrestling soup. Yeah, yeah wrestling soup. Shout out to that. Uh, um, I like the PW I Torch. Was... Good one. Uh, Between the see. Ropes is another decent one. I listen to, oh God, I listen to so many fucking wrestling podcasts. 
Uh, Stone um, Cold, the Steve Austin show is another good one. Uh, Sam Roberts show. Sam Roberts, awesome. Uh, Solo Monster is good. Uh, can I? My favorite in general is uh, Marty and Sarah, Sarah. Love Wrestling. Marty DeRosa and Sarah Joy Shockey are really, really good improv comedians that do really good impressions of wrestlers. Uh, in fact, you can ask my cousin Bruce on this. I was doing that flair for mad long, and I was really unhappy that everybody always jumped down doing the lethal impression, and Marty just knew it. He came out, he was like, modern Ric Flair sounds like this, and he has a good list, but uh, protecting the business, actually Ric Flair is on the show. It, it's it's not Marty. Just the same. <laughs> All right, uh, so. Well, wasn't there one? Uh, this could be a heavy one, but we could just like spit off a couple uh, quick answers. Uh, favorite mm-hmm. WrestleMania matches? Yeah, that's no. going to be, uh, no, that's be that's a bonus okay. episode. All right. We're yeah. going to build way too long. We <laughs> <laughs> take way right. too long for that. We're going to build a WrestleMania card using the best WrestleMania matches, but the catch that I put in that makes me evil, according to Derek, is that you can't use the same wrestler twice. That's a so good. That's a fun. good catch. Uh, I have cousin Bruce had a question apparently. All right. Uh, so that's two questions for him. Uh, are you guys going to sit in a circle or a square while you jerk each other off? And if so, talk about it. I was made aware that there would actually be no circle jerk. So. Yeah. I mean, it was. That's so. pretty disappointing. Well, it's here, but it's the wrestling business, so never say never. Never Damn. say never. Um, but in the meantime, we're only metaphorically circling yeah. Well, we got that. Look, we got, I, am, I want to put an emphasis on in the meantime. <laughs> we got that to look forward to a WrestleMania bonus uh, where yeah. we can break down our favorite WrestleMania matches. We're also going to be doing a SummerSlam preview, right? I would imagine. Uh, yeah, probably so. not next week, the week after. Yeah, I'm we'll give our rundown yeah. in, of the card and predictions of where we think they're going, not just winners, but future storylines. Yeah. Um, So Uh, we'll create um, uh, some sort of voting system and poll to figure out what we're going to review for next week. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, next week we're going to have a, uh, I believe we're going to have a special guest next week. Do we want to say who the guest is? Uh, Or just give out that he is a professional wrestler? Yeah, we'll we'll give that out. We'll we'll reveal it uh, within the next few days on on, on the Facebook, how about that? Our on Facebook the Twitter exclusive. Let's do it a Facebook yeah. exclusive. So go like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we'll reveal it. Anything else, go guys? Like it, you, you, you idiots. You go like it. Bronies. Uh, no, no. I think there is something else that oh, Derek boy. himself is the should be saying it. It's his thing. Uh, we definitely uh. are going to have an episode where we tag in some good sisters. Because we need some female oh, yeah. perspective on the Evolution pay-per-view. Yeah, we're definitely we're gonna do. I don't a know full... who we're gonna bring in, but I, I have I think we should. There's some names we could shout out that I think would be awesome to have on. I think we yeah, could, we've got some names. I think we could do a multi multi episode on that. Yeah, yeah. I, believe, I think so too. Yeah. So I think it'll be good too. Yeah. So we, yeah, we, we we got some stuff cooking up for you. There'll be uh, plenty y'all just, of. Y'all content. just gonna stay tuned. We're yeah. gonna tighten the format right now. It's a real loose vibe in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, Did know. that sound really dirty? I like, legit so. was not trying to be gross. I was just, but now I, I feel pretty I love, good about it sounding gross. 
I don't mind a loose vibe. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna fade this part of it out as the end. No, don't wait. Oh, but wait, don't forget. After the music, we need to just do a ten bell salute. I'll get the ten bell salute in there. So yeah. the, the the three good brothers. It should watch. actually shouldn't it technically be thirty bells. Well, we'll. we'll that's, that's no, we want to be nice about this. We don't want to we'll be do ten. Right. Give him a ten bell salute. And, and and we love you guys and sorry that you're gone. And but before we go, I mm. just have to say Yes to a certain person. Yep. Y'all y'all know. To one uh, just, just this one guy. His name is Dave Meltzer. Mm-hmm. What do you and think about end, him? We're gonna end this show with uh, Dave Meltzer who is a gigantic nerd. Fucking nerd. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.